0: Are you a beautypreneur seeking for your next breakthrough? Then this podcast is made just for you. The Grace, Grit, and Glow podcast will help you navigate through life, family, and the world of entrepreneurship. Listen to each episode and unravel your inner strength, your brilliant mind, and your complete sense of beauty. And now, here's your host, the ultimate beautypreneur, Nikki Tang. Hello beautiful people, I have recorded this episode after I came back from back-to-back business travels and somehow I felt a bit lazy, so to speak, to do the recording. But just reading your comments and feedback to the podcast really makes me rejuvenated to keep going. I think I shouldn't have used the word lazy to describe the circumstance because lazy is a vague word. There's a whole different meaning to it than what the dictionary says of being unwilling to work or use energy. I wasn't unwilling, but there are several factors why I don't have the energy, for example, jet lag, inadequate sleep, overwork, and yes, the weather, right? I know I'm not a lazy person, and with that in mind, I kind of think of my role as a leader and how I perceive laziness in the workplace. I try to remember each and every member of my team and what their attitude towards work is. Currently, I'm satisfied by their performance and can only find little traces of laziness in some. I have been in business and managing teams for many years now ever since I decided to be an entrepreneur, and we have had shares of having lazy employees then. Some are no longer working with us, some are still with us, but have shifted their mindset to be productive. Why was there a change in their attitude towards work? What did we do as leaders in the company? So, in this episode, I will share our experiences and some insights about motivation. Not just motivations for the lazy, but the entirety of team members' behavior. Motivation for the lazy, the disengaged, and disconnected teams. When your department heads in the company complain about lazy, disengaged, and disconnected team members? What can you surmise from those complaints? Could this be an inherent characteristic of the individual? Or is it a symptom for something else? As leaders, we have to look into why, in spite of our inspiring vision, the strategies that we have set in place, some of us still fail in our execution. We have to look both ways and stop blaming right away erring employees. Unknowingly, or should I say, hopefully, it is really not known to management that employees are presented with many obstacles that prevent them from being at their best. Do you have an employee who comes in unhurried at 8.30 almost every morning instead of 8 o'clock, unmindful of his or her actions, or someone who has a reputation of being a clock watcher, has been known to take two-hour lunch breaks, and is just slow, and uninspired in everything they do? If this sounds familiar, you're not alone. Many businesses have at least one less motivated employee that they can't seem to get moving. Management then needs to consider taking a look at some reasons why employees are unmotivated. First question to ask is, Are you a good leader? If you don't command respect and haven't developed a strong bond of trust among your staff then some employees may not care much about whether or not they do a good job but when an employee feels loyal to you and thinks you treat them well then they will be much more likely to work hard and help you reach company goals second look at the company goals one reason an employee may feel unmotivated is that they're not clear about their expectations and goals for them so make sure they know what their priorities are and the timeline in which you expect them to complete those responsibilities after all if they don't know what you want them to do and when you want them to do it by they can't meet your expectations right what is your company culture what is your business ethics Do some leaders favor someone who is a referral of a friend? Is there a lot of backstabbing and crab mentality at work? People become demotivated when they feel they don't belong. Do you micromanage your people? When people feel that they are working under the microscope, being looked out for the smallest of faults, of course, they will feel too uneasy. Absolutely no one likes to be micromanaged. It's frustrating, demoralizing, and demotivating. How well do you know your employee? They could be having personal problems. A family problem or heartbreak may be preventing them from focusing on the task at hand. While it is true that employees should not bring their personal lives into the workplace, employees are humans and will definitely be affected by challenges they may have at home. Another reason could be boredom. Employees tend to lose interest in their jobs when a company does not provide them with an environment for growth. People usually want to be able to make decisions and be creative, but if everything they do has to be approved by someone else, it makes one feel useless. All the reasons I've discussed so far point to some weakness in management, but it does not mean that management is the culprit to attitudes of laziness, disengaged, and disconnected team members. There are people who are really lazy, unwilling to work efficiently, and have a lethargic attitude that contributes to the lack of productivity. Some are emotionally disconnected from their companies and may actually be working against their employer's interests. They are less productive, are more likely to steal from their companies, and can negatively influence their co-workers. As a passionate leader who wants the best interests of the company, the challenge is to get their passion for your goals to be transferred to the team. What then can management do to these kinds of employees? These are some actionable strategies to curb laziness, disengagement, and disconnection from your hires. This strategy is sure to make lazy employees jump on their feet. Why not pop in unexpectedly? Swing by your lazy employee's office or cubicle unexpectedly during the day to check in on them. You will be surprised at the increased level of productivity an employee suddenly demonstrates when they don't know when to expect you to stop by and check in on progress. This does not mean you are micromanaging because you will not be doing this often. Incentivize your employee If your lazy employee is getting back on track and you want to maintain their level of productivity, then offer incentives for achieving certain goals or milestones. There are companies who have metrics in place to check on productivity and the quality of work. When employees show that the metrics are met, they are able to get rewards and recognition. Some incentives could be an additional vacation leave on top of the adult vacation leaves of employees. Taking the time to celebrate an employee when they do well may re-engage an employee and encourage them to work harder. One word of advice though, ensure the goals are achievable. Otherwise, you'll discourage your employee. Get personal with your team. If you want to motivate your team, ask them how they're doing before you ask them what they're doing. How are you is one of the most basic questions we humans ask each other. But it's so often missed at work, particularly in manager direct hire conversations. It's a good starting point for one-on-one conversations. It's one factor in employee engagement to show them management cares, you care. Act as a coach and accountability partner as they implement their goals. When you take genuine interest in your employees and impact their lives beyond the office, you build lasting relationships and a more loyal tribe. Improve the physical work environment. Work environments can also have direct impact on employees' attitudes and the atmosphere of the workplace. Office equipment, the building, office location, office layout, and even the interior design of the workplace all have subtle but direct impacts on the mindsets and psychological well-being of employees. It's hard to quantify the ROI in this kind of endeavor, but it will definitely have positive results. Help employees find meaning in their work. One way to help employees find more meaning in their jobs is by directly showing how their work positively affects customers. Good customer reviews or stories about the impact of their work, for instance, can help motivate employees and improve engagement. Create an environment that encourages and fosters this type of growth. Schedule team and individual meetings where you create the opportunity for employees to define their whys. Encourage them to set ambitious goals at work and in their personal lives. Boost Social Connection in the Workplace One of the benefits of having team building is for teams to get along socially because as humans, we tend to work well with people whom we get along well with. Adding opportunities for social connection can go a long way towards reducing friction, improving employee attitudes, and enhancing the workplace climate. In Season 2, Episode 9, Actually, the episode before this titled, Building a Successful Team Through Team Building, I have shared our company's recent team building activity where the biggest takeaway was to have a cohesive team working for just one goal. In order to have a team that sticks together, the members should be able to get along fine. There are many valuable insights that you can also get from that episode, and I want to encourage you to listen to that as well. The link for Season 2, Episode 9 is in show notes for you to easily find it and listen to it all together. What about this episode? Are you finding it interesting already? If you think this episode would be helpful to someone you know, please share it with them. By doing this, I will be able to reach a wider audience and share resources with them. You can find all episodes of Grace, Grit, and Glow from different podcast platforms, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Moving on, another strategy is to invest in a health and well being program for the employees. People's health is often directly tied to their attitude and mindsets. Naturally, employers cannot control employees' health or how much they exercise. However, a corporate well being program can help reduce stress boost employees' emotional and physical health, and improve their attitudes. Do you know that in Japan, everyone starts their workday with an exercise? Many Japanese companies have recognized that one of the keys to the company's success are its people, their physical and mental health, and thus, their ability to be productive. This program is popularly known as the Japanese Morning Routine, At the start of office hours, employees do some exercise routine for 15 minutes. And the last strategy that leaders and managers can do is to make wise hiring decisions. The reasons that cause an employee to become lazy vary, but a way to do your best to fight is hiring the right people first. Sometimes, no matter what you do, You can't motivate an employee to get the job done. This may be due to problems with your hiring process, whether a candidate wasn't evaluated thoroughly enough, or a decision was made under a time constraint. So next time you hire, look for people who are proven self-starters, ambitious, and a great fit for the position in your company. They have to be the right fit. The above strategies are proven to make a turnaround on most, I say, most. But as I said, they're really lazy, disengaged, and disconnected employees. So what are the signs of lazy, disengaged, and disconnected members of your team? They can't get their acts together. Their work is below par and never excels. They spend more time trying to avoid work than doing it. They're always late for work, late for meetings, and late in getting projects completed. They rarely put in the amount of effort that is necessary to complete the job. They're just lazy. That's it. In a nutshell, they just aren't pulling their weight. They're letting everyone else down. And when you confront them about their work ethic, they always have an excuse. When it seems they are unmanageable, what is the last resort? First, take corrective action immediately and put the documents in their 201 file. You need to do something now! Unless it's dealt with quickly and appropriately, it can spread like wildfire. When an employee is able to get away with a bad attitude, it will set the tone for others to follow. And if that happens, Things could get so badly out of control that it would be nearly impossible to repair the situation. Arm yourself with the facts. Get their time record, the number of their absences, or get co-workers' opinions and experience with the employee. Then use that information to tackle the issue with a member of staff. When an employee gets on your nerves, then it might be difficult for you to deal with them objectively. That's why You need additional information from other sources so that it's clear you're not weighing in with your own biased views. Confront and communicate. Once you have all the facts at your disposal, you need to sit down and talk to the unperforming employee. It's important to explain your concerns and how the employee's attitude and or behavior is affecting the business. Get from them the response if they still want to continue working with the company deal with the underperformance, and put in place consequences. The disciplinary procedure is usually a three-point policy where the employee receives a verbal warning, then a written warning, and then the final warning. Make sure everything is documented. Human resources can facilitate a conference to allow the employee to offer a written response to the warnings. It is hard to fire employees. But when you reach that point, make sure that the company adheres to the legal guidelines provided by the labor code. That being said, as always, when dealing with people, using a human approach is still the best way to address laziness, disengage, and disconnected employees. Talk to your employees with curiosity and honesty. Try to understand reasons for their unproductivity and come up with joint solutions to help them improve. One thing is clear here. Maybe some of them are lazy in nature but not most of them. Keeping lazy people apart from the active scene is not a good idea. Here's my final point. People are not inherently lazy. People don't wake up every day thinking, let's be lazy today. They could be lazy because they haven't found what they want to do. They don't know what's hindering them and making them inactive until someone points it out. When it comes to motivating a lazy person, understand them first. Get to know what's going on with them. Try different ways I've shared in this episode to motivate them. I hope you are able to get valuable insights on this topic for today. Thank you for taking time to listen. And see you again on my next episode. Lots of love, Nikki. That's all for today. I really appreciate your time as you tune into this episode of the Grace, Grit, and Glow podcast. If you were inspired by what you have just listened to, don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Since you've gone this far, I'm also inviting you to join my Facebook group, Beauty and Beyond. Just click on the link in the show notes below and connect with like-minded entrepreneurs across the globe. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast to listen to upcoming episodes. Until next time…